everyone, it's Leslie Keith here again with another Research Update Flash Briefing. I'm the Director of Research and President of the Board for the Lipedema Project. I'd like to keep you abreast of the latest research of relevance to lipedema with these flash briefings. Today I'd like to tell you about a study by Dr. Alexander Amato, a surgeon in Brazil. The paper is called Lipedema Can Be Treated Non-Surgically, a report of five cases. It was published in the peer-reviewed journal American Journal of Case Reports in November 2021. This article was forwarded to me by Dr. Gabriel Ferber, and we both found it interesting that a surgeon was promoting non-surgical strategies for treating lipedema. We were also interested because Dr. Amato was a speaker at our Innovative Solutions for Lipedema and Lymphedema Symposium in October 2021. Dr. Amato shares five case studies of women in each of the stages one through four lipedema. He describes how they presented on initial evaluation, the non-surgical treatment pursued, and the treatment outcomes for each case. Dr. Amato states that it is important to collaborate with each patient to define the objectives of treatment. Objectives can vary widely. Commonly, they include symptom improvement, weight or fat loss, reduction in limb volume, improvement in mobility, improvement in cosmetic appearance, and prevention and progression of the condition. He also discusses the importance of the use of good tools for analysis and for monitoring each patient with lipedema. We need to be able to objectively quantify clinical progression in order to more accurately report the response to various treatments and interventions. Dr. Amato uses the lipedema symptom assessment questionnaire, which has been validated and culturally adapted. He also recommends performing volumetric measurements of the limbs, and using bioimpedance to determine body fat and fluid composition. He said that it is unfortunate that we have, quote, no tool to measure the aesthetic aspects of lipedema. He believes that the top priority in treatment of lipedema should be, quote, the recovery and preservation of mobility, end quote. Secondarily, we should focus on improving symptoms, reducing limb volume, and aesthetic improvements, and hopefully decreasing the psychological impacts of lipedema. Similar non-surgical interventions were used in each of the five cases that he presented. These included an anti-inflammatory, low-carbohydrate, or in some cases, ketogenic diet, manual lymph drainage, antioxidant supplementation, and moderate exercise. Despite the stage of lipedema, these treatments were very successful in reducing symptoms and significantly improving quality of life. Here are some of the conclusions that Dr. Amato presents in this paper. Quote, surgical treatment should not be performed in the inflammatory phase of the disease, and the best time for decision-making is when the patient has reached the best symptomatic state. So in other words, even if the patient wants to have surgery and everybody on the team is in agreement that this person is a good candidate for surgery, it should not be done when the person is still so inflamed and the symptoms are still really bad. So even if you are going to do surgery, you want to reduce your symptoms first through these non-surgical options. He also says, quote, 
In patients with lipedema with comorbid diseases, such as varicose veins of the lower limbs, and this was 53% of his cases, or obesity, 50% of cases, failure in the clinical treatment of lipedema may cause failure in the treatment of dissociated diseases. In other words, if you fail to be able to treat the lipedema, you're also going to fail to treat the varicose veins, and the obesity, which are very common comorbidities of lipedema. Here is another quote that he has in his conclusions that I thought was uh, really important. So, quote, currently, there are many described therapies available for lipedema. Liposuction surgery for lipedema should be considered a possible tool to be used and not the only available treatment. Treatment objectives should be individualized for each patient. It is imperative to understand each patient's needs to offer the best therapy attainable that meets patient requirements and induces a better quality of life. Some patients may demand better aesthetics, which in some cases is reachable without surgery. Most patients report pain and discomfort, symptoms that can improve without surgery. Other patients may be concerned about leg volume. Volume and disproportion reduction may seem challenging without surgery, but we have shown it is possible. Complications of lipedema like ulcers, lymphangitis, and erysipelas, which is an infection, can be the main patient concern and can be treated without liposuction. Because of all available therapies, lipedema requires an integrated, multi-specialty, and multidisciplinary teamwork patient-centered approach. Non-surgical treatment of lipedema is feasible in selected cases, and it can meet the criteria for achieving selected clinical objectives. Wow, just such an important thing. And you can see why Dr. Amato's patients in Brazil absolutely love him. We were pleased to have him present at our virtual symposium in October of 2021. And again, you'll see a link to this article so you can read it yourself. I think it's a very important paper. It's really important for women with lipedema because it does give hope to women who may not be able to use surgery as an option to help the treatment of their lipedema. Dr. Amato demonstrates that non-surgical interventions can be very successful. Thank you for joining me today. If you haven't already subscribed to our daily flash briefings of tips, tools, and research about lipedema, You can subscribe at Apple, Spotify, Amazon Alexa, or here at this website, lipedema-simplified.org slash flash, where you'll find an archive of all of our flash briefings. You can now also follow Living Well with Lipedema on Amazon Music and get new episodes when they become available. Thanks for listening, and I hope you'll join us again next time for another research update flash briefing. Hi there, this is Catherine Sayo with a very quick and exciting announcement. Just to let you know, our three-day event, Heart to Heart, is coming up March 31st, April 1 and 2. Make sure you don't miss it. We have speakers coming from all over the world and an amazing schedule for interaction with all of the community. It's going to be spectacular. Go to lipedema-simplified.org 
and be sure to click the link to get more information and we'll see you there.